So hi guys, today we had uh, the pleasure to meet uh, Ben Clark, a fighter from uh, Duverse Martial Art. It was really a great interview, we had fun, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, he trained with a uh, total star and he didn't know it when he was a kid, so th that's a good podcast. Uh, he talked about uh, his relationship with his mother too, uh, about uh, grinding his dojo and stuff. But uh, he's doing good, I'm proud of him and uh, hope he's doing better uh, in the future. For those of you who don't know the podcast, we have a Patreon. If uh, you want to support us, uh, you can go and see the the level we have. Share, like, subscribe. Thank you, guys. Les cicatrices nous rappellent d'où on arrive. Les combos qu'on doit livrer quand le destin chavire. Guerrier, on fera ce qu'il faut pour la famille. Cœur de lion, œil de tigre, on a la paix dans la mire. The battles are never ending, I know. But we will get up and get on with the fight. And we'll do whatever for what is right Just put your trust in us and us So this week uh, at the interview with a warrior We have Ben Clark uh, from Ontario uh, With uh, Duverse Martial Art Hi uh, Ben, this is a pleasure well, Thank you for having me To have you on the show Well, it's uh, it's cool to have you So if you would like to uh, to start with uh, introducing yourself Your age and where you're from, please Awesome, so my name is Ben Clark I'm 22 years old and I'm from... Uh, Ottawa, Canada. Um, I'm through Duverse Martial Arts. I've been with Duverse now for since I was uh, five years old, and I'm now 22. So a long time. And uh, in 20, 2018, I opened up my own karate school through uh, John Duverse. Uh, and that, my karate school is uh, located in Orleans, just uh, in a suburb of Ottawa. So Okay, yeah. congratulations. That's, uh, that's a young you. age. Nice, nice. Yes. Yeah. You were yeah. 20 at the time? I was yeah, I just turned 20 when I opened up my school. So 20, it's been just yeah, it's been open cool. for just over two years now, and uh, it's doing really well. I mean, with with COVID and everything, it's it's hard um, keeping yeah. the business going. Um, mm. But we're we're adapting and finding different ways to keep the students interested um, with with everything that's going on, right? But yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm loving it so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. I yeah. And can you recall the the first time that you you entered the Duverse Dojo? Yes, I yeah I can go over that. So like I said, I was five years old. Um, Duverse has nine locations in Ottawa. So I actually mm -hmm. started off at the one over um, called Duverse Westboro with Sensei Dominic and Sensei Fortunato Aversa. So they were mm -hmm. my first instructors, um, and I was with them for a numerous amount of years. Um, and like I said, my my first day walking in, my parents put me into karate um just to try it out i did many other sports i tried soccer i tried uh gymnastics um but i tried swimming and and nothing was i didn't i love the sports too but nothing was really sticking with um with me and then i tried karate one day uh, mm -hmm. just for fun and i loved it ever since um yeah. and my, like i said sensei dom and sensei forge were great instructors and um i was with them for numerous many years and then in 2012 i wanted to start competing so i moved over to the headquarters with uh Uh, my coach, Master John Dubers and Sensei Peter Dubers, and um, I started training with them. So they they coached me for for competitions, and uh -huh. um, I've been with them since uh, since 2012, up until okay. 2018, and then I opened up my own school through them. Um, but like I said, the the Dubers family here is has been great to me, and and their um, uh, Master John, I, I look to, I look up to every day. He's um, a great guy and he's he's very successful as as you guys know with uh yeah. the locations throughout um ottawa and him starting up wkc with uh mr bernardo as well yeah. so um you know great ties with with that organization and um, just the amount of fighters that we have uh, through dubers like robbie lavois and 
uh, Nico Campania is coming up right now, and he's doing really well. Mm. Um, St. Cody Deesberg is now with us too, right? And Sebastian Kutcher. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, people through Dubris um, that have been super successful, right? So, yeah. um, you know, it's an honor to be uh, part of the Dubris family here. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you feel like you're not the youngest anymore? I think Nico took that place. Like uh, Nico took that place. Yeah, he's, yeah? Yeah, so, he's now the youngest. Uh, so it, it feels like good, a, huh? To be yeah, like a kind of... Like oh, I know something yeah, now. <laughs> exactly right. It it's um, like I said before, like Nico's a great fighter, and he's he's on yeah. Impex now, and he's doing he's doing awesome. Um, mm-hmm. and he started. I know with him, he he's been wanting to do more NASCAR, but with COVID, he kind of came in at a, at a um a bad bad timing. But he's doing awesome. He's doing amazing yeah. with uh here with Ubers, and um, I mean he's I have Robbie to look up to. But 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 you 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 do forums too, right? I do form, so I do th- I do form yeah. weapons in that, Friday. That's uh, kind of past... not rare, but like a, for top fighter, that's that's rare. Like a, a top fighter that does both, <laughs> it's rare, right? Yeah, I, and like young people honest, does both, un- honestly. But at old age, they usually do one or another. Yeah. Like, uh, so that's the thing. I've I've found that um, I've tried to keep up with all three, but as mm-hmm. I've gotten older, it's been harder to to train in all three and be mm-hmm. good at all three disciplines. Um, yep. And that's why you see a lot of like you know Robbie Lavoie. He's good. He's great at kata too, but he focuses mainly on fighting. You know, like you see like right. Raymond Daniels, all these other great martial artists. They mainly focus on that one discipline. And I've tried to do more than one, but it is hard. It's hard. You have to put in mm-hmm. numerous hours in all three. So I've kind of narrowed my my disciplines down to just fighting right now. Okay, um, so cool. And yeah, but um, like, and I what's said, your weight I, I, in competition? I, My weight is, um, I sit around 135 pounds. So I'm in the, in WKC, I'm in minus 65. Okay. And then in NASCAR. So I'm it was with Robbie. Super late. Did you, yes. did you, did you fight with yeah. Robbie? Uh, in, I fought in Robbie in, at the same of times. Yeah. But, okay. um, so in 20, the, the last world? few years, Robbie was in a division above me. He was in minus 65 and I was in minus 60. But now okay. we're both in the last year at, in, or 2019, excuse me, in Niagara Falls mm-hmm. at the WKC Worlds there. I fought minus 65 and he fought minus 70. Um, so mm. we both were in different categories, but uh, now um, we, we, we would both be in the same category. And like I said, he's a great mentor and I looked up to him ever since yeah. I was little, right? I used to watch him all the time and now being able to fight him, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And it must be him, so uh, weird. Yeah, it must it be is so weird. weird fighting your teacher yeah. that teach you it everything, is. you know? Like, it like, is, it's, yeah. it's very weird, but um, yeah, is, so that's and, where I sit right now. Like do you prefer like fighting your someone that you know that much or someone that you like uh, a new fighter that you don't know of and he's a good fighter obviously um i think fighting uh new fighters is always pretty cool because you get to experience their, every fighter fights different right everyone fights uh everyone everyone has different styles when you fight someone over and over again you do pick up on certain things that they do Um, but with a fighter as great as Robbie, he, he changes things up all the time, right? So it's hard to, once you think you have him, he changes his, he changes little things. And then you got to go from the, from the base again, because he's so experienced and he's been in the sport for so long. So, um, I do, pref- I, I honest, any fighter that I, I fight, it's, um, I always try to give it my best and, and it's, that's how I think about it. Right. And just for the listeners, can you uh, tell us about uh, what kind of karate or what are the specification uh, uh, for you at Duveris? Uh, what kind of karate do you practice? So karate, so the karate here at Duveris, it's a, it's a hybrid of Shotokan and Chuchirio. So it's a combined um, style of both those. Um, 
there's, I mean, there's, there is about, uh, it goes from white belt to black belt, and then there's the 10 degrees after that, right? So white, yellow, orange, green, blue, brown, black. And then mm-hmm. each belt, you typically stay at it for a few months and then you move to the next belt and so on. Um, as for the programs here, we start at like three, we have a tykes, or tykes um, program, which is ages three to six-year-olds. And then you have the kids program, which is like seven to 12. And then our adult program is ages 13 and up. Uh, so that's Pretty the program like to work as yeah. Dubers. Yeah. 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 Same as I, you know, I assume, I'm assuming same as, as you guys at uh, Shinfuki and, and Cobra, Cobra and all that. So they're all pretty much around the same. Um, mm. But that's how we run the programs here. It's a, it's a hybrid of both, uh, both styles. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you have weapon, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. You have uh... Um, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of guys here that, that do weapons and uh, one person that I've always looked up to is Justin Liu. I think, you know, you know, Justin, Jeremy, yeah, yeah, I think he, he, he can used to compete um, and he was amazing. Right? He was on all stars and uh, he was very good at bow. He, I think he was one of the best uh, people to do bow at our school, along with Cody Deesberg, uh, essentially Cody. Uh, he doesn't do the bow anymore, but he, uh, he used to. And we did synchronized weapons together at the world championships in 2015. And I think that was his last time competing at Bo. And now he mainly focuses on fighting and he's on uh, Team K-Talk now, Team KTOC. So that's where Sensei Cody is. We're seeing a lot of fighters uh, in tournament coming from Duveris. What do you think uh, make Duveris fighter good at it? What What is the, your recipe? I think, honestly, um, I mean, that all you know comes down to Master John and his system, right? John Duveris, he... He's had all these fighters come up, and I think part of the the way the reason why it is so successful is because, um, you know, is the way he trains us. He he always we train, um, for sure. We train around three times a week. Um, our main training is on Sunday morning. Um, and Master John coaches us through that. It's about two hour training every Sunday, and then we have trainings throughout the week. And then in the summer, we train almost every day, and then also on Sunday. So we do a lot of training, but. I think one of the main reasons of why he's so successful is he sticks to the basics, right? He doesn't go through, you know, how to do a, a jump spin kick and, and all that. He really, he literally, all our trainings are his reverse punch and then back fist reverse punch and then kick follow up, um, disengaging, using your angles. And then we do lots of fighting as well. So I think that's the recipe is just he sticks to the basics that he knows works and, and has been successful for him with uh, numerous fighters. Right. So I think that's what uh, made, has made us all uh, super successful. Well, it's always about a basic, you know, when you're when you're really, really good and you want to improve, what do you want more? You you have to make your basic even better. So that's how you get, you know, so. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like basics build, you know, like uh, basics build skills. Right. And if you don't have a base, then you don't have that, you know, that system to build off of. So you move it to the next level, right? You see all these top fighters, they don't, they're not throwing, you know, you, you see the occasion like Raymond Daniels will throw spin kicks and stuff, but like Bailey Murphy throws different kind of moves. But honestly, like basics are what built or what win you fights, right? And I think that's what Master John believes in as well. And what uh, he's trained all of us to do is just stick to our basics. And I have seen you uh, through Facebook and Instagram. You have uh, doing seminar a lot and uh, travel around the, the world. That is cool. Talk about that. Uh, like this is great opportunity you had. Uh, how does it come? It, does it come with uh, the fact that you win or with uh, your sensei? How like how does it happen? It's really cool. Um, I think it's a combination of mm-hmm. both. And like I said, I'm super you know blessed yep. and be able to share my passion with others because um, 
the reason why I love my job teaching karate is because it's I get to give back to other people, yeah. right? So mm. uh, my first seminar was in I think 2018 with uh, Luis Morales, which is he's a the head of WKC Latin mm-hmm. America and the president for WKC down there in, in Guatemala. So he lives in Guatemala with his family and he runs all he runs a Duber school down yeah. there now, and uh, he's been like my second other father to me. And uh, he asked me to come down for a seminar in 2018 along with uh, James Poor wow. and Jesse so Ray. Nice. So us three yeah. went down together and, and did a seminar. And to me, that was uh, such an honor because um, I never thought anyone would you know, ask me uh-huh. to do uh, something like that. So it was super cool. And ever and then since then, I did, I've done some, I did, well, I did WKC virtual seminar over the summer during COVID last year. And then um, last beginning of last year, I went to Newfoundland to do a seminar as well with Alex Foley, who's the president yeah. for WKC in Atlantic mm-hmm. Canada. So um, I've had a few opportunities. I was supposed to go to Alberta last year, but because of COVID, that yeah. uh, didn't happen. And the but School of Victor? Like I said, it's... Um, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so I was supposed to go, yeah, the School of Hector and then also, and um, teach out there mm-hmm. with them. But I'm hoping I'll be able to come back out there and do that eventually. Mm-hmm. So I, like I said, it's it's been an honor to be able to do something like this and show my passion because I never thought that... Uh, I would be asked to do that, right? Uh-huh. So I always love giving back however I can to the sport. Yeah, really, man. That's yeah. how yeah. it started. We started a podcast mm-hmm. and, you know, like we share many stories now with people and, and, and you know, like sharing is is so much cool. Like we give back to, to people with that too. Like they can listen to people to to teachers like they want on youtube to other yeah people's stories, like it's crazy yeah. imagine mm-hmm. like back then if you're 15 or 14 you want to listen to like curdy people you just go on a podcast of about martial art like it's really cool it's it's really yeah. it's, this is what mm-hmm. it's really about you know giving back it's the last step i think i yeah. think exactly yeah. right i i think exactly that's it honestly i love um i love competing yeah. and everything but giving back and teaching has been something that um i've really started to love and um just seeing kids like my kids yeah. and my students at my yeah. school being able to start at, like that white belt and their confidence is low but to see them kind of grow up and to, to mature and see how karate's helped them really um has a special place in my yeah. heart what so, grade are they the um, your, I think it's cool. uh, highest i i mean it's been two years but uh what are they i mean uh... yeah so my highest belt now right from scratch um i was is brown belt so okay. they'll be black belt by next okay. year um it usually takes about uh four years in total of three years to get from white belt to black belt to add Duverse if you stay consistently yeah. coming you know every week mm. for a few times a week right so um next year will be my first black belt right from mm-hmm. scratch so which will be pretty cool and a, and a very special moment for me uh, which i'm looking forward to uh, but like i said i'm just starting off my, and my plan is to you know continue to grow my school here in, in ottawa and eventually open up more schools that's that's my overall goal and yeah um you know, is to be successful yeah. that way and then still compete at the same time. So you time. want more than one school? So. Eventually, yes. That's that's always been my goal is to have, um, you know, uh, my own school and have just numerous amounts of schools. And just, I always, I've always looked up to Mash and yeah. John in that sense and to see how successful mm-hmm. he is and uh, being able to do something like that someday would always, it's always, always, always been a yeah, passion. Yeah, oh man, but it's, start my it's own totally franchise. possible. You know, me and Manuel, we, we both have two schools. Like me, uh, when I, yeah, yeah I opened yeah, mine right? when I was 17 and my second one I opened 21 and uh, now I've been... You were 17? You were, yeah. Wow. I didn't know you were 17 when you opened up yeah, your first one. Yeah. That's With awesome. your mom. Yeah, yeah. All, all my mom's yeah. name. Shout out to your mom. <laughs> my mom's yeah. seeing all the papers. Nice, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, my like my I was like I said I was nineteen or was turning twenty at the time, and um, my parents were also like my mom runs the administrative part of my school, and then I focus on the karate part. So it's like a family business kind of thing. Like I'm I am the owner, but um, without my mom, I wouldn't be you know where I am today, and, and my dad as well. Like they've both been supportive. They've been supportive ever since you know I was little, and um, running my school with my mom is is something that. Uh, you know, it's, I, I find is, is great and we work really well together. So yeah, it's, it's weird starting young, but, um, you know, at the same time, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. And being a fighter, did you ever experience, uh, moments in your, uh, high school times when, uh, you have other guys or girls that want to test you because they know you are a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure you guys have heard it too. I've gotten, you know, numerous people come up to me like, can you, you know, break a board? Can you break, can you, you know, break my arm or like, can you knock someone out or, and it, I've, I've gotten many questions like that before. And, um, through, you know, ever since I was like little, like in grade four up till high school and in university people, when I tell them that, you know, I, went to the world championships they're always like super like in awe and everything um and then i found competing when i was in high school to be a challenge at times right and, and opening a school so young it was it had moments where it was like it was hard to focus on exams in school but also compete right missing school to go away almost every you know second week and i would be going to a different tournament uh, there was one year where i did like 42 tournaments in a year i was like yeah, the you did that guy, yeah. a couple years yeah, yeah, in a row yeah, yeah. and Yeah, I did NASCAR a few years in a row, and I did WKC, obviously, um, and I've done Irish Open too. So um, it was hard keeping up with both, but it's all about balance, balance and time management, right? So that's what I found was just kind of spacing out my time and figuring out when to do homework, figuring out when to train, uh, and then you know when I got to be old enough, figuring out how to run my business at the same time while going to school and while competing. So it was hard. It's hard to juggle all three, but I think. Um, It all comes down to time management, right? Figuring out what, you know, when you can do what. And that's kind of why I, I slimmed down to just fighting because I had trouble learning or keeping up with Kata weapons and fighting along with going to school and running the business. It was just too hard to do all that. Did you ever experience somebody telling you, yeah, you know how to fight, fight me? It's a, some kind of situation. We we talk about that with other fighters. and Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was never... um like bullied to the point like I was never bullied like physically where you know I was like they're like fight me or like come on let's let's go right now that never happened to me um but you know at the same time they're always like you know show me some cool moves right my friends would always be like you know we were on the schoolyard and they'd be like can you do a flip or can you do some weapons or something like that or can you spar me and I was always telling them you know like, karate's for self-defense right and <laughs> yeah it's a way more po positive way to showing up yeah though. but 95% of the time people are like oh, do something and then you're like okay grab my wrist and they're like oh no I don't want to touch you it's like oh, come on uh, yeah you know and if someone come up then it's that's that's the only time they're gonna come up in the year in your whole school year <laughs> and how do you find out like uh and, Did you, did you, well, oh, that was my question that I forgot. What were you stud studying in the university? Like, uh, was it about, yeah, thank you. Huh? I know it was a good question. I was like, how can I forget that? Okay. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> yeah, yeah. too. University, yeah. what was you so studying? I, I, so I graduated from high school and then I went to Carleton University here okay, in Ottawa good. for a year. and studied business, mm. just a general business program. Um, and then I actually dropped out of university. 
after my first year because I got offered to open up my own yes. karate school. So I wanted to focus on running the karate school. So I stopped university, took a yes. gap year. And Master John provided you um, all what you need, like help and everything, like uh, for the rest. Yeah, he, like I said, he's, he's my number my number one. He's my mentor, yeah. and um, he helped me open up the school along with my parents and other instructors in Ottawa. Right, I kind of had my friends, like my whole family. We all kind of they all helped me and um, opened up my own school. And so I took the year off to do that. And now I'm back at school again. I'm at Algonquin college taking business entrepreneurship okay, cool, cool. and it's a two year nice. program. So I went from university to a year off and now I'm in college for a two year program. So that's on hold right now, just because, um, I'm taking another year off this year just to focus on the karate school, because I don't know where it's going to go with, with COVID yes. and everything. I need to focus all my energy on making sure that the business stays, um, mm. you know, afloat. Right. So my yeah, plan is to go back to college, Uh, maybe at the end of this year, if not next year for sure, uh, to finish off uh, the program. Cool, so, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and it, it yeah. it's a good message to send though to to say you can start your business, but having a school background, it's always yes. important because you never yeah, know I what happened. So. You know exactly. You never know, and um, it kind of just adds to my arsenal, right? Like if you have a business, but you don't have no, you know, if you don't go to school for your business, yes, you mm -hmm. can be successful. But it just gives you that extra little bit. Yeah, of, well, it's all um, about what, what right? do you want to what do you want to achieve and what level do you want. And if you want that level, mm -hmm. what knowledge you need. Mm -hmm. If you need a more, you go get, grab it, and then you can go. You know. Yeah. So if, yeah, mm. exactly. That's what it comes down to. If you're yeah. okay where yeah. you are, it's okay. But if you want more, amen. Go grab it. You know, it's like that is that That's is the yeah, best thing right? about being a self entrepreneur. You know. You do what you want at the mm -hmm. the rhythm you want, you know. If you, want, if, you want, yeah. But yeah. if you want yeah, it big, you you, no you do it big. Yeah. If you want it small, you do it small. You know, like uh, that is something I, I like about a dojo. You can have a dojo about like about three hundred people, fifty people, but it's like yep. it's all about how you want at the end of the day. Hmm. Yeah, the more you put in, the more you you know, you the more you get out. That's that's yeah. one of the biggest things, right? Is um, the more you learn, the more you help you know build your arsenal you build your knowledge that's what you can correlate it into your business and um it all comes down to how much work you want to put in and, and that's what that's what you get out of it mm -hmm. right so and right now do you live yeah. like uh alone on, on your own i live with my okay. parents right now so i live with my mom and my dad um and you know, i'm just helping staying with them helping them out and um my plan is to you know someday move out once i have enough money and, and yeah. everything sure. uh Um, but I love my parents and we get along super well and, um, you know, I, we, I, I would like to move out, but it just comes down to timing and mm -hmm. everything. And, and COVID, with, um, yeah. I've been always, I've been around this past year, helped my dad out, yeah. um, with everything that's going on with him. So, uh, I've just been kind of busy with that, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, stay right there, now. man. Stay there. Uh, I moved out two years ago. Yeah. Worst yeah. move ever. Stay at your parents. Food. Food oh, yeah. is going alone. <laughs> as you can. Claude is washing yeah. alone sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, it never happened after that. Oh, you yeah. gotta do it yourself. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. And for that. being so young yeah. when you start karate, uh, what? Mm -hmm. Who were your inspiration growing up? Uh, with Master yeah, John. Yeah, Master uh, John training with Robbie Lavoie, the adversary brother. I mean, like mm -hmm. the biggest fighter are your yeah. teacher. Who do you admire? Like, that—that that is crazy. Yeah, right. Like, it was pretty. Like, 
you know, at the time, I didn't know much about competing, okay. right? When I first started, so you didn't, I didn't realize who you had as a teacher. I didn't yet. realize. No, I didn't realize. Like, I knew my sensei. I knew. I knew the Aversa brothers were good at fighting. Like, I watched them, but I never, you know, I didn't compete for myself. I didn't do anything like that. So I was just like, oh, they're really good at karate. Obviously, um, I didn't think about much past that. But then, I, once I started competing. Right. And then, you know, I'd always looked up, up to Robbie Lebois. So to be actually be able to train with him and everything, you know, Master John was my, my idol and still is for um, lots of things. And Sensei Peter and uh, Sensei Dom, Sensei Forge for fighting Robbie Lebois, Cody Deesberg as well. For I used to watch him do weapons all the time and, and fights. So um, there were so many people I looked up to um, close to me in Ottawa. Right. And then there was other fighters that I used to watch on YouTube all the time. And I still watch every day. I watch fighting videos. I'm always just on YouTube, just trying to study different fighters and see how they fight. Uh, I watch my teammates. I watch Nico fight all the time. Um, I watch, you know, even my, even the younger teammates. Because you can learn from anyone. You don't have to just learn from people that are older or better than you. You can learn from any student, mm -hmm. right? So, um, And now yeah. the transition of yeah. you being at the world's final men's fight team must be amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you, you nailed it yeah, like was, almost every year. Awesome. Yeah. It was a f crazy show like last my, year, man, by the way. Nice fight. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. It was uh, my first world as a, in the men's division was in 2017, okay. and I won. So that was really special. That was probably my most um, memorable win was the yeah, 2017 Worlds. It was my yeah, first time in the 18-up division, and I won my fight division. And then I went on to fight in the nighttime uh, show with the Team Canada with uh, alongside Tom Roberts and... Uh, Robbie and Cody. What was that in uh, 2017? Uh, in Orlando, okay. in Florida. Mitchell Triplett. Did so that was okay. yeah, Mitchell Triplett, uh, Robbie, Cody, Tom, uh, Sam was our coach. Sam, uh, uh, Mr. Sam. Carl, Carl so was, that was there, right? That was awesome. Carl Tavani, yeah. yeah, he was yeah. in the team. He told yeah. me I jump. I think. Yeah, I think he jumped yes. in right, or did yeah. he, he was like maybe they're gonna need me. I don't. I don't remember. Think. Because maybe he told either. me maybe he was supposed to jump in if you need a, a guy or, or not maybe. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that was it. Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of injuries that year. There was a lot of time uh, that that fight that that world's there. There was people getting injured and everything. So I remember, yeah, I got asked to do that the nighttime. I would to be on the team for the nighttime finals, and we were against USA. And in um, the US, boom! I think it was yeah. Cody Cody won his fight, and then. Uh, Tom lost his fight and then I had to I had to go in to, to fight and Sam asked me to go in. I, I wasn't prepared. I thought I was just gonna be, you know, an alternate or whatever, but uh Sam's like, get up, you're on you're on next. So I went up to fight and I fought uh I think his name was Keith. He was from Philadelphia. So he was also an alternate at the time and I ended up winning on stage there. And then Robbie lost in the in the last fight against uh, Mr. Avery Plowden. So uh we ended up getting silver that year uh and, and men's teams but just being able to you know stand on stage alongside you know all those other fighters and be across the stage and i could see you know avery plowd in there and uh, matthew williams and all those other great fighters it was pretty cool and seeing richard plot mr richard plowd and sit in the chair on the other side of us like those were all fighters like right there that i looked up to and being able to fight against them and be on the same team as some of them that was by far my favorite moment uh so far um for competing yeah and yeah where where yeah. was your uh favorite destination since you travel a little bit with the tournaments um so i've been 
I mean, I'm into Italy. I think Jeremy, you were yeah, there too, yeah, right? It was uh, cool. for the yeah Italy, and there was Montreal and Ireland and Orlando. But so far, I think um, Guatemala has always been. I've been to Guatemala a few times now. Like I said, for the seminar, and, uh, for a couple of competitions, <laughs> and that's always I've I I love going to Guatemala. There's so many different things there uh, yeah. to see, and the people there are so nice and like so humble. Right? They take karate very seriously there, and that I think is my favorite place to go right now. Um, same with Argentina. Uh-huh. Argentina was cool. I went to Argentina uh, yeah. a couple of years ago for a competition uh, as Ma- well. And yeah. uh, same thing. It was awesome. Yeah. Manuel is bragging right now because he's from uh, Guatemala. So he's like, oh, yeah, represent. Oh, Manu, yeah. oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> On my oh, father's uh, side. That's really, But, uh, oh, that's okay. really funny. We, we've heard, we've heard uh, many times that uh, people down south are pretty, pretty good in karate. Did you say that they have something special? Yes. I think they have something yeah. special. I mean, you go to the world and you can see them there. Like there's, um, they, they don't take anything for granted. No. They're always no. super invested in the sport. When, when I went down there for my seminar, like every kid there is just like, You know, the, you don't have any kids that are like, they're always focused. They're always wanting to learn new things. And um, I think that's, you know, sport karate is, I I think it's not as, I think it's a bit underrated I, down there. I think they should get more respect than they, than they do. And if you look on in the Mascus circuit, a lot of the fighters are, da- are from down in South yes, America. Yeah, like totally, T. Proper yeah. has a lot of guys from yeah. Mexico. And, you know, you think of people like Pablo Marino, who's from Mexico. Yeah, but point fighting is all about Oscar moving, Griezmann. you know, and they... They dance yeah. in the ring, man. They, they move they, so well. Like yeah. I, I saw this year at the 2019, yeah. you know, Puerto because my last world before I opened my school was 2014 and South America was really, oh, yeah, it, yes. there were really less, less there before, you know, like they, they come in. Yeah. They just started more 2015, yeah, 16, and, maybe a little more. Um, yeah. And that's when, and that's when, uh, Luis, yeah. my, the, the head of Latin America, Sensei Luis, yeah. Um, he started really getting yeah. karate, sport karate, evolving down there. And now when you go to Worlds, um, the teams yeah. from South America... I saw them and... They're not only good at fighting, but they're good at weapons. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. I saw them and... It, it would be fun yeah. to have him on the... on the Yeah, I, I, I had him on mm-hmm. Facebook yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. But nice. yeah, yeah, I, I, I got this. I got this menu. But, uh, so yeah, man, they, they, they were fighting and, you know, they, they, I, I was like, man, this is confusing. Where is he going? Where is he go? Like, they, they, yeah. you don't know. And They're insane. Yeah, that's really nice. And like, now, because before it was like us and, you know, Europe. And now it's us, Europe. And so Europe, there's so yeah. many style now, like you have to adapt, yes. overcome and fight, mm-hmm. you know? So it's really great. Yeah. I really love it. It's a, it's a new ad that's it's so nice it's a new ad and i think it's um yeah exactly right and i think two uh two other really good fighters that are from south from guatemala are, you know jason and enrique latona on top 10 usa they're also really like i fought them last year i fought enrique last year and he's you know the way he moves and the way he kicks and everything like it's it's it's, it's pretty snap. cool yeah. it's awesome seeing the fighters from mm-hmm. down there yeah i was fighting them and then i got ca- I, i remember last year i fought him or whatever and We were, you know, the ref, the ref said go and just out of nowhere, he just kicked me in the head. And I was I like, I think I, I sort of th- no fight. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Me and Nico both, we were, we were, yeah, in Guatemala and we went to like, there was a little local tournament and Enrique was there and we fought him and none of us have fought him before. Right. And we knew he was good. Right. He's a great fighter, but we, we never, and just being able just fighting him, like we were both like in awe because 
he would just kick us in the head. We had no idea where it was coming from, and he was just fast. He's strong. So, and his is his brother too. Jason also is a very very good fighter, but he's younger. You think he's like fifteen or sixteen mm-hmm. years old? He's quite a bit younger. And now us. that you have yeah. been over there and teach over there, you have seen mm-hmm. them training as mm-hmm. well, I, I guess. And yeah. so, does mm-hmm. yeah. does it have effect how you teach now? Did you have did you pick like good good thing that you have seen and yeah. stuff like that? Like, what do you have uh, changed more about your style after like being uh, over there? So after, like I said, I went down there. I've been there a few times now, four times mm-hmm. I think. And I would stay every time I go. I usually stay for a week and train, and try to learn how um, they teach there. And I learn from Luis. And, What is the more um, different? I train with them there. every day. And what do you say? I think they do a lot of um, like their training. We do a lot of different, you know, footwork drills, a lot of conditioning as well. They do a lot of conditioning down there. Um, we do um, yeah, there's a lot of different, you know, scenario drills too, like with. Uh, that way right so i've taken lots of things that i've learned down there and i brought it up to my school here and i've taught uh, i've showed you know nico i've showed robbie as well so there's many different things and it's the way they teach there is different too so every time i go i try to pick up a little different things whether it's like in their fighting or even just like their weapons whatever they're teaching or i always try to learn from them as well and bring it back here to, to ottawa it's so cool for you man yeah you have so much like to bring yeah. for your student mm-hmm. from that that is awesome man mm-hmm Yeah, it's uh, it's all it's it's great. It's uh, they, they don't realize that the the, the um, luck I've they have so to far. have a teacher that have so much to give to them. You know, that's great, man. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I have a question. And are you, you uh, what? Do do you watch uh, f- uh, martial art movie, uh, martial art TV shows? Uh... To be honest, I do not. I everyone always no? asks me. I, I I've watched the Karate Kid series. Cobra Kai. I, I've watched. Yeah, I love Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai yeah. I watch Cobra Kai right now. I love that. But like any of the like Bruce, I've never honestly, I've never seen a Bruce Lee movie. I've never like I've, I don't know. I've never. It wasn't that I didn't want to. I just never got into it. And then um, it's on my list to do. Um, but like I said, I watched Karate Kid. I loved the Karate Kid series growing up, and then uh, Cobra Kai now is great. But mm-hmm. those are kind of that's the only kind of thing for martial arts that I, I've watched mm-hmm. um, mainly, right? But my plan is to watch more because everyone keeps telling me to, and I know I should be doing that. Um, but it's haven't gotten around to it yet. Watch Warriors if you like yeah? fighting. Warriors, yeah. it's incredible. On, uh, it's on on, on Crave. On Crave, okay. yeah, right, and it it's. It's incredible, True but story. you know, like it's it's, it's it, martial art. Like um, me, I love culture, like movie culture. I love it, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And uh, when when it comes to martial art, like it's it's two things, you know. It's 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 a story or the fight. And if you want some fighting, it, that's what about Bruce Lee is. It's it doesn't matter if it's old. Uh, the fight is on point. Bruce Lee was perfect you know the scene the stuff and it's still good today so yeah the, like there's old thing yeah. that really grow bad like all jean-claude van damme movie steven seagull it grew up bad mm-hmm. like you look at that and you're like it was bad after all but if you look at bruce lee you're like man it was gold you know old but gold so that mm-hmm. that is my opinion about that mm-hmm. jackie chan grew good the uh, jet lee so Yeah, I've seen some Jackie Chan yeah. movies. And Michael J. White's yeah. movie are yeah. always good because it's about fighting, you know? Like, uh, if you know your movie is going to be bad, it's going to be bad, so. at least do yeah. nice fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not about the story. Like Cobra Kai now. Yeah, it's so, yeah. It's it's Cobra, so cheesy. Cobra Kai. You know? 
oh, it's cheesy. It's addicting. Yeah. I'll admit it. It's a, it's an yeah. addicting show, but like it's it's cheesy and, and the fighting. I'm like yeah. shaking yeah. my head. I'm like, and they have a lot of fight core, a lot of sport karate people are in that movie now. But it's like still, it's like the choreography and the yeah. fighting. Half yeah. of them should be shit. dead, okay, or I, stay at a hospital for like two months. <laughs> it's crazy. Like we get injured. Yeah. No, no, no. You should be dead, guys. Okay, no, no, no. Like yeah, it's it's impossible. Ah, uh, I. It's impossible. I, I mean, my my girlfriend and my family were watching it, and we we're just like, like what the heck? Like it doesn't make sense. But it's a yeah. good show. It's addicting. Yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So what what are what are your plans for the near future? Uh, what is the situation right now in Ontario for dojos? So Ontario, at the time I know we speak, guys, of course. You guys have a curfew right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Curfew. Yes, we right have now, that yeah. at eight o'clock. So for here, at eight o'clock. For here, it's with a stay-at-home order, which means we're not allowed leaving our house unless we have to get groceries or go to the pharmacy or the doctor. Um, so I mean, karate schools are closed until at least February 11th, I believe, here in Ontario. I don't know what it's like for you guys, um, and we'll see after that. Right, so my plan right now is just to keep the karate school going, trying to gain more members. Um, we do like intros, so we still get we're still getting new members. I've had uh, five new members so far for January, so not too bad. Um, and they they learn on Zoom, right? And all my students are learning on Zoom, and um, the new members are starting off on Zoom. And then I ho hopefully we'll be back open at you know I'm, I'm thinking end of February, we'll be back open again. But you never know; it just depends how things go in Ontario. Um, but yeah, my main focus is just to keep the school growing, um, throughout this year. And, uh, we just expanded too recently, uh, just last year, um, amid everything going on with COVID, I still wanted to keep moving forward. I think that's one thing that I learned from last year was even though, you know, everything's the world's on pause right now, I really do think that you need to keep, um, providing to your students and keep pushing forward. Right. So we, my dojo was only, um, It was a it was a big room, but split into two. So I only paid rent for half of the room. Um, so up until last year, I think it was last September, last fall, we expanded and we made it into one giant room. So now we have a lot more space, and I we we painted the the other room and we put mats down in the new room, um, put mirrors up and everything. So I'm really looking forward to um, once COVID's over and everyone's you know vaccinated and everything. I can't wait to just have everyone come back to the karate school and not have to be right now. They have their own little square that they got to be in. And it's, I don't like it like that. So I can't wait until we're all just able to experience the, the karate school the way it should be. Right. And we can get back to sparring again. We can get back to doing uh, everything that we used to, that we used to do. So my goal is just to keep growing the karate school um, right now with COVID and after COVID's done and then eventually open up more than one school. Um, that's my overall goal. And, Uh, to keep competing as well. I've always wanted to stay competing. I may not compete like as actively as I do like now, but eventually I want my kids someday, if I'm lucky enough to have kids, I want my kids to be able to see me compete. Um, and then I'll think about right, what man. to do after that. But I want to stay Because competing as well. by the time I raise mine, yeah. they thought I can't fight. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like nah you don't fight I'm like yeah. hey 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 you don't know me son okay hey. I was there before you like yeah. they, they, they're like nah you don't fight <laughs> sensei you just teach I'm like oh god I'm there well, yeah, yeah but I was yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I, I think it's did important. you try yeah, a virtual tournament I have not yet I think I'm gonna try one I'm gonna try some this year 
Yeah. Um, like I said last year, I was so busy with the business that I didn't have time to to think about. Um, I trained every now and then, and I work out a lot, at, at, like lifting and everything. But training, I just was so busy with the karate school that I didn't get a chance to train a lot, so I didn't really compete virtually. But this year, um, I think I'm going to try doing some virtual tournaments and yeah, uh, and I've seen Matthew Nuvers has been doing um, the virtual thing with WKC, so we might end up having a world maybe if uh, good yeah. scenario. So that might be uh, something we do yes. this year, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we'll see how things yeah. go. Um, I mean, uh, a lot of the students here have done virtual tournaments at Dugers, but uh, I think it's great, though, honestly, how many people, how sport karate as a whole, yeah, the, 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 the world were pre- kind of came big, together right? to. The WKC World yeah, Championship yeah, online right? was and, pretty big, though. It was really big, and I think it's kind of cool. Everyone came together, and you know, NASCA, everyone, sport martial arts—they've all adapted to online and doing, giving it, giving people the ability to compete online virtually, which I think is really cool that everyone's kind of came together in a time like this um, to help sport karate still, you know, be around. And uh, we, everyone knows at the end of the day, yeah, everyone knows at the end of the day that COVID won't—it won't last. You know, it may be there forever, but eventually we'll have to, we'll be get back to competing in real life again so um it's just on pause right now but and you have to do it virtually but i think that uh at the end of the day we're all gonna eventually be able to go back and compete right so i think we're all super anxious for that and uh i know i'm excited to get back in the ring again someday and hopefully at the end of this year if not i think next year will be a safe bet for competing uh in person again that's what i think yeah yeah, me too we'll see i heard many specialists uh, saying uh, we're gonna have a christmas this year so yeah Yeah, i hope keep hoping (laughs) that'd be awesome let's just you know fingers crossed i think maybe we're gonna have like competition like at september with forms but there's not gonna be fighting for this year i think i think so too yeah Yeah, honestly i could see you know like you guys always are hosting tournaments like locally in quebec right Mm. in montreal so i think that That may happen, and then it'll only be forums, yep. right? With like mm. probably, I'm, I'm thinking maybe like one spectator per family kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. And you gotta mm-hmm. have your mask like on, obviously. I think it'll be still pretty limited, but um, as soon as like we're able to compete, I know I'm. I oh, yeah, get back out. Sure, better than nothing. And, Way like, better than nothing. Better than nothing, exactly. Because right now <laughs> exactly. we're just gonna lose our mind. Like my my student, like the. the, the You know, before Christmas, it wasn't that bad. But now, before the first private classes after Christmas, what like they needed it. You know what I mean? Like all the year, it was tough. You know, no competition. Oh, okay, online competition. It's not the same. Na na na. So they keep, they keep there. They keep there. They they, they keep have the motivation. And then after Christmas, the break and stuff, the, like the 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 parent was like, yeah, the motivation is. Yeah, the motivation is really low right now. And I was like, yeah, they need the private classes. They need, and they couldn't come back. Like before Christmas, we could have at least private classes and now we can't. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so practice you not in have, the dojo at least. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't run classes before. Like we were open in Ottawa up till the 26th of December. Yeah. And then Doug yeah. Ford, and then we, and then everything got not shut us. down. And we're still close. It was only only opening training, like open training. Like people could come train, no classes, no go. You couldn't teach. So you can have set, you can have 27 years old running around. Yeah, right. 
No logic at all. I don't understand. No logic at all. I mean, that, a lot of the things that the officials are saying, like, it just doesn't. So make it was open training and I mean, private like, classes, I, pretty much for, for before Christmas, and now we don't even have what, private classes anymore. It's just Zoom. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a guess. It's all on Zoom. How, I mean, I I think too, like my students are. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, virtual. No one likes teach being on Zoom, right? They'd rather be in person. I think for the majority, right? Um, so I think kind of my students are, are used to it now because they have in, in school they have to learn on school from home, right? So they're used to Zoom and everything. Um, I found the hardest part was at the beginning, like last summer when we just started virtually, and like no one really knew how to work Zoom. No one knew how to to learn from home. But now kids are adapting and they understand that you know it is this is the way life is right now um but it's it is quite i i don't like i'd rather be in person teaching i like talking to people in person and you know i miss giving kids high fives i miss sparring yeah. my students and helping them out it's not the same yeah, really not. <laughs> you know i think it's the better answer to the martial art ogs that can be worried that the internet would ruin the karate or martial art teaching but w right now we what we see is Uh, nothing compared to the real thing. Yeah, but class, what I the think dojo. they're afraid too is just like um, giving uh, knowledge wrongly. You know, like just like they, they can give yeah, what they know just badly and that's what they don't want too, you know? Yeah, it's another Like punch debate, like but that, I mean, but they... Nothing will you know? ever compare to the real. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Yeah. Never, never, ever. Never, yeah. ever. Never. But, um... Yeah, it's... it's Yeah, it's kind of like... It's hard for, you know, the OG, like any anyone, honestly. It's hard for teachers. Yeah, I know you guys know it. Person, like, it's hard to adapt and figure out ways to keep mm -hmm. the kids and students interested in karate. It's not easy online. Yeah. Um, so but I think I, it's 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 okay know. if you want to like um, keep the same. But it, when you want, like me, I have some kids that are learning new forms, and man, now that's. Uh, And this is yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, now this is hard. That's hard. hard. Is one thing. Yeah. Do me your form that you have been knowing for years. Okay, they're going to do it. Uh, okay, your feet. Okay, your hands. Yeah. That's easy. But, but yeah. learning yeah. a new form, it's like, oh, geez. Okay, now you got to see me. Okay. Come here. Take a look. Yeah. Okay, like we'll I, do it. It's, it's like, ah. Oh. Put the camera gotta, down to see my feet. Put the like, camera like, up. Yeah, yeah, you got to do like mirror image. Like, do like reverse so they see yeah. it properly on their screen. Like, I have 150 members at my school, but then I've had... Uh, I had 40 new members actually in the fall. I've had a lot of, yeah, I had a lot of growth, luck. which is good great over COVID. You, it's, been, it's been good. Yeah, but it's also hard because like, how do you teach someone that's new when they don't know what they're doing? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, over a camera. Yeah, and you know, we we yeah. have like a, um, the formation, formation. Well, formation, huh? it's in English, yeah. uh, and and, and yeah, we have formation of, for for teaching. And yeah. there's some there's some students yeah. that are more like a. It's by when they hear it, when they see it, when they are being touched. So, you know, you have like, you, they have to yes. feel it. So, you know, you punch that right there. So you have to put their hands. So it's really yeah. hard. Like sometime I have, uh, uh, yeah. I, I give private classes to a uh, six years old and I'm like, hey, father, mm -hmm. come here, put his feet straight. Like you don't get it. Like you just, just put it straight. If I was there, I would, but like, just, just put his father, <laughs> like, You I'm like because it's gonna take yeah. 10 minutes to do something that's gonna take two. So come on, help me a little bit, please. So yeah. like, uh, yeah, exactly. Because some kids are like visual mm. learners. Some kids are like mm -hmm. kinesthetic. So, so some gotta, kids like, get it like that. Yeah, like hold their But foot. But some other, it's really yep. hard. Yeah. 
it is hard and it's not the kid it's not the kid's fault no. right it's just the way that they learn and but it's like it is a, it is it gets frustrating and you got it it's it, i think too it's helped me learn how to teach better oh yeah myself. yeah so for teacher it's to, it's you know, really scenario. good for teacher it's really good because it's forced you to yeah. talk it out mm -hmm. so if you don't know it 100 exactly good luck my friend good luck my friend <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. exactly exactly that's why i think too yeah. yeah all right so thank you ben for coming up yeah, today no it thanks was, for uh, thanks for having me guys it's nice yeah, to talk to you talk to you guys again and uh jeremy and i we haven't talked in a while so it was nice to nice to talk to you and see you over a screen yeah. right um yeah and you you are the first diverse to come to our podcast first but not last second uh, <laughs> english speaking guest yes yeah. awesome who do you have who do you guys have planned to have well, one next uh, any idea yeah, I well i i want uh i have i'm gonna have alex fully right uh I asked cool. him, yeah. Jim yeah. Floyd too. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's good. Yeah. I, I want, I want yeah. Cody. Like, uh, I, I gotta ask Cody after you. Yeah. It's gonna be an open door, and maybe yeah. after Cody Robbie. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I have um, yeah, yeah. Joe Hallett. You know him? He's from England. Yep. Yeah. Mr. So Joe yeah. Hallett, yeah. I want him cool. too. He's really great. He's been uh, judging me like yeah. uh, a lot of the time at the world, and he's a really great uh, guy over there. He has yes. a he has a he's school. A, I think he's a, he's, he's a big teacher, like a. He's really into martial art over there, so oh. I think he's a big head. Very. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna ask him. Well, I think it's that's cool. I think it's great what you guys are doing Thank too, you. right? It, it kind of gives something for people to, to watch mm -hmm. and um, it helps grow the sport, yeah. right? So yeah. uh, I really applaud what you guys Thank are you, doing, man. and uh, I and hope I you guys stay safe. And I hope your 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 you know your karate school continues to to strive with everything that's going Thank on. You, right. I Thank you. I and you of course. Whenever you're talking to Master John, you can say, oh, mm -hmm. there's a new podcast if you want to go. Oh, I will. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him know and, and let everyone We'd know. We'd be glad to have him. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think he would mm -hmm. love it. And uh, I'm going to make sure that everyone here in Ottawa Dubers kind of finds out about your, your guys' podcast and Good. likes your page. And I'll try to help Super out the best I can. Super appreciate, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Have awesome. a good day, well, man. Thanks, you guys, for having me. Have a good day.